for me, 5K is, it's an attainable number, right? Like it doesn't sound scary. I think that if you go, I mean, obviously like, yes, it's great to hit, you know, six, seven, eight, whatever K months. Mm-hmm. But I think that feels a little bit less attainable. And I think that when you're just starting out, it's really important to hit milestones and hit them rather quickly. You know, whether it's like, okay, this month I'm going to make my first 2K month. And then in two more months, it's going to be, you know, three or four and so on and so forth. Or maybe straight out of the gate, you're hitting that 5K month. But I, I think that it needs to be attainable because I think that otherwise it's very easy to get down on yourself. Hey, 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 you are listening to the Delegate Your Way to Success podcast with me, Christy Yoder. I am the founder of Smart VAs. I feel how entrepreneurs or business owners like you are passionate about business growth, efficient service delivery, time and money management, but I also feel your longing to do more and achieve more with lesser demand of time and resources within your 24-hour pie. So my goal on this podcast is to help entrepreneurs like you get their time, freedom, and life back while growing your business. If you're ready to get your life back, spend more time with your friends and family, then you are in the right place. So let's get started. Hey, and we're back. We are live right now with Angela Mastro Giacomo. Angela helps female service-based entrepreneurs step into their passion and start or scale their business to consistent 5K months through her one-on-one coaching program. Welcome, Angela, to the Delegate Your Way to Success podcast. I'm glad that you are here with me right now. I so appreciate you taking the time, you know, to just add some value to the podcast. How are you, how are you doing? I am good. No, I'm super excited to be here. I, I love doing this stuff. I'm honored to have been asked, and I love diving into all the sort of like nitty-gritty of entrepreneurship, so I think it's going to be really fun. Awesome. So can you tell us a little bit more about you, how you started with your entrepreneurial journey or how you started your business? Yeah. So it started probably about a decade ago, which makes me feel old. Um, But yeah, so I I started a music blog when I was still in college and I really wanted to make that work. I was like, this is going to be my dream. And it's like, you can't really like have a business. I mean, like a blog can launch a business. I really think that, but the blog itself is not the business. And so eventually, you know, I graduated college and I kept going to these nine to five jobs. I kept getting laid off like a tremendous amount. It was really bizarre how much I was getting laid off. I just kept finding myself in these jobs that just there, then they'd be like, we're going to get rid of this job now. And so I was just getting really sick of getting laid off. And in the back of my head, I was also thinking for a long time about wanting to start a business because I was really miserable in all these jobs. And especially this last one I had, I like literally go in the bathroom and cry every day, like every hour um, because I was just so miserable and I would be driving to work and I would like, this sounds really bad, but I would literally think like, I hope I get in a not serious car accident just so I do not have to go into work today. Like it was really bad. Um, and at the same time that I was doing that, I was, you know, I was still working on that blog and I remember I would um, take my big purse and it was a one person bathroom and I'd take my big purse and I would smuggle my laptop and I'd like go in the bathroom and work on my own stuff for like 10, 15 minutes at a time, just like really trying to figure 
figure out what I was supposed to be doing. And so I got laid off from that job too. And it kind of forced me into this now or never moment where I had been thinking about it for a long time, thinking about starting my business, but I, I finally was faced with this, like, which path are you going to take? And are you really going to make this happen? Or are you going to go back to another nine to five that makes you cry in the bathroom? And so I used that time to really start my business and, and I did. And then, I mean, now that's been about six or seven years and um, that business is a PR company. And so in the last, I would say six months to a year is when I started to pivot again. And instead of um, just running that business as is, I've now pivoted to coaching, like you said, uh, mm -hmm. other service-based entrepreneurs who are wanting to hit those 5k months because like, there's really no excuse for it. Like we don't, none of us need to be crying in the bathroom at our nine to five. Like it sucks. I know how much it sucks. And I also know that it was a total game changer for me when I was able to do that, when I was able to have my own business and hit those 5k months and beyond. And like, for me, it was really all about the, the freedom of not having to do anything, you know, not having to show up, not having to ask for time off, you know, having that. I just wanted to start to bring that to other people. So that kind of brings us to today, I think. Yay. Awesome. Well, I'm so proud of you that, you know, <laughs> you built your own business because not all people have that kind of uh, mentality to just kind of like, if this thing doesn't work, then I'm going to do my own thing. So that's what you did. So when you were getting laid off, did that cost you any kind of disbelief in yourself? Like, is there something wrong with me? Or did that make you push forward to what you really wanted? It was a little bit of both. I mean, I think I, I definitely remember thinking it is remarkable that I've been laid off like three times in two years. That's just weird. Um, but I also had a very, like I, I had graduated the communications degree. So I also remember mm -hmm. thinking like, that's such a nondescript thing. And I'm not, and I'm not, these are not career jobs, you know, these are just mm -hmm. jobs. So, but at the same time, I mean, I was in my, I think I was in my early twenties. So I also think that I very much, I didn't have any, like, I didn't know that, that that couldn't happen. You know, like I wasn't filled with doubt because I didn't even yet know what like a business coach or anything was, or like that people were doing this mm -hmm. in this way. And so I wasn't yet able to compare myself and like spiral down into a hole of anxiety. I was just like, you know, this is like a thing I want to do. I'll figure it out. And it also very much pushed me because like I said, I, I knew that I was extremely miserable. And I think that's a motivator for a lot of people is when you're just deeply unhappy and you cannot stand the thought of getting out of bed and going to that job anymore. There's nothing that will inspire you to change as much as that misery. Um, so I'm actually mm -hmm. kind of grateful because, you know, I do think I would have eventually done it, but I, I mean, who knows how long, if I hadn't been up that, from that job, you know, I could have talked myself out of it. I could have been like, oh, I'm just going to wait until I have, you know, X, Y, Z. And so it really catapulted me and I am grateful for that. Yeah, I think this is really your path. This is the path that is set for you. You, and that's why yeah. you know you experience those kind of things so I'm just curious so I visited your Instagram profile and it also says there that you help female service-based entrepreneurs earn consistent 5k months so why did you choose like 5k why not 6k 7 10k because a lot of people on their social media bio they would say that I help people make six-figure income every month so why 5k is there something to it yeah that's such a great question so for me 5k is it's an attainable number, right? Like it doesn't sound scary. I think that if you go, I mean, obviously like, yes, it's great to hit, you know, six, seven, eight, whatever K months. Mm -hmm. But I think that feels a little bit less attainable. And I think that when you're just starting out, it's really important to hit milestones and hit them rather quickly. You know, whether it's like, okay, this month I'm going to make my first 2K month. And then in two more months, it's going to be, you know, three or four and so on and so forth. Or maybe straight out of the gate, you're hitting that 5K month. But I, I think that it needs to be attainable because I think that otherwise it's very easy to get down on yourself. If you're like, I want to go from never having done anything with my business to 10K months. It's like, well, I'm not going to say that's impossible, but I am going to say like, you're, that's a tall order. But if you say, you know, over the next three months, I want to, you know, 
hit my first 5k month. Well, like to me, that's totally doable. You know, it's not intimidating. So that was really the reason for it is, is Mm -hmm. it's very important to me that people, especially when they're starting their journey, that they, they see that proof of concept. They have that confidence because I think there's a world of difference between somebody who starts off and hits bump after bump after bump and like how far they maybe go versus somebody who's like getting it and then they have the confidence and they um, they have the confidence and the motivation to keep going because of it. That's right. And I love that because I feel like you're also honest um, and being transparent to people because you really care for their business and you want them to reach their goal. So you're setting a goal that is very realistic and that goal will not overwhelm them because if the goal overwhelms them then that means that the goal is also something that is hindering them for doing something more right because if you set like a 10k goal every month that means that you have a lot of responsibilities to do right that could mean um, offering different kind of services that could mean working from 6 a.m to 10 p.m you know what i mean because the higher your goal is the more responsibility you have Mm -hmm. so i really love that that is such a great strategy for a business owner so how do you think entrepreneurs or business owner can make more money in a month because i think most people their goal is to maybe like reach 3k a month so how do you think they would go up to earning more like if they're currently making 3k a month how would they make that 2k more yeah so there are so many ways in my program i teach high ticket only so like i see a lot of people and this is a mistake i made over and over where they're offering like you know, $200 here, $300 there. And it's like, that's maybe like for extra income if you need it that month, but you cannot build a 5k business off of offering, you know, a million $300. Like you have to have things being a thousand dollars, not like they just have to be. And so that's the way I teach it in the long term. But I will say that for the short term, somebody that's maybe just like, you know, I want to hit this this month or maybe, or even like if they want to experiment with a new service, right? Cause I think that's another thing too. It's like, maybe you don't know if you want to do something. And so you're not ready to put that um, thousand, $2,000 price tag on it. And so you do something uh, like you offer, like one of the things I always love doing is workshops. I think that can be a really good way to get quick money. Um, and you can do it for anything. I would not do it for less than $100. I have done it for less than $100 and mm-hmm. it was exhausting. It's a lot of work. But you do something like say a 200 or sorry, a two hour workshop on whatever your expertise is and you, you just have it two hours live, you charge $100, $200. And then you can also... Uh, repurpose it, you know, and you can put it on like your courses page or whatever and sell it for that same thing. So that's one way that I suggest I've done that a couple times when I've been like, you know, just shy of meeting a goal or I want to make just a little bit of extra money. Um, That is a favorite of mine. I also think there's always room for things um, like consulting. I mean, depending on what your business is, maybe you already do consulting, but if you don't, I think offering, um, you know, like maybe VIP days where you're like, okay, you can have, you know, virtual VIP day where I'm going to be with you for, you know, five hours hours through Voxer and a couple hours here. We're going to work on, you know, XYZ. Um, That's again, that could be and should be probably a high ticket thing because it's a lot of your time that can bring in a little bit of extra money doing like one off, like, okay, I'm going to offer, you know, just three, you know, 60 minute pick my brain sessions. That's easy for you, right? It's not a lot of strategy. You're just answering questions, charge a couple hundred bucks for it. You only offer three. It feels exclusive. You get a little extra money. So those are just a couple ways that you could get some, some quick money. And I don't, I want to be really clear that I don't think that those are good long-term strategies to constantly be like all over the place. Right. Yeah. But I do think that they are good for experimenting and for getting a little bit of extra cash um, when you need it or you just want to hit that goal. Right. Awesome. So did you start the strategy that you have right now? Is that the same strategy that you did for your business? One 
Is that what you mean? Or do you mean like the workshops and stuff? Yeah, the workshops and also like having coaching session. Yeah. So I will say, no, I had no idea what I was doing. When I first started, I had no idea what I was doing. And so it was a lot of just sort of throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticked. I will, one of the things that I think I did correctly in the beginning is I did stay very scrappy. You know, I didn't get bogged down and like, I had no website, no social media, nothing when I launched. I didn't get bogged down in trying to have everything. And I also just have one solid offer that I focused on until I built the client base. And then I kind of began to expand, uh, which is kind of also how I teach it. Like just, you know, focus on the one thing and then you can grow. And in my coaching business, it's still like that. It's just the one thing in my service-based business. We ended up yeah, growing to where we had the main offer and then sort of like a la carte services. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think depending on what your service-based business is, that can be, that can be really good because you get to meet people where they're at. You get to, you get to meet them at different price points. You get to meet them at different stages and you know whatever it is they're doing whether it's their business or whatever so I think that can be really good but I do think it's very important in the beginning to focus in on just the one thing perfect it get it down um don't try to focus on growing five things at once you know just focus on the one thing and then then you can always expand and that's fun but you've got to get there Right. It's kind of like having a baby, right? You just want to have <laughs> one baby right now because if you have like five babies, too much. Oh my God, it's too much. You're <laughs> going to go crazy. So you have been in the business for six years and you've coached a lot of people. What do you think is that one thing that hinders people from making more money? I think it's... I mean, you can say two or three things. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's ultimately just that, that they're getting in their own way in some way. It's usually some form of either imposter syndrome or just not, it's always some form of imposter syndrome and or not knowing where to start and paralyzing themselves there. Because it it ends up being this cycle of like, I don't know where to start. I feel overwhelmed by all the things. Uh, I'm afraid there's not enough money. So I'm not going to hire anybody to either coach me or help me or be a part of my team or whatever. And so I'm going to stay stuck. And it's just that circle forever and ever and ever. And I was talking about this yesterday because I was thinking about it and I was like, I wasted literally like years of my life not investing in help, you know, whether that was another team member or coach. Right. Whatever. And I was thinking about it and I was like, it's, it's crazy when I think about it now, you know, but at the time I just remember thinking like, I don't want to spend the money. I can do it myself. I could do it myself, but I burnt out. I lost years. There are people that aren't even around anymore that like, I won't get their time. I won't get that time back with them. Right. Because I literally just wasted years of my life, like being stubborn for no reason. And so I I think it's just, it's just all that. And like this fear of money too, right? Like I can't spend the money because it won't ever come back to me. And it's like, listen, there's like, there's, it'll come back to you. Like you could, there's, I think people get freaked out too. And it's like, you could literally lose your job and it wouldn't be the best job, but like you could go down the street to like the retail store and get a job there. Like there is always money. It's not going anywhere. And so that was way more than one thing. But those are kind of the three things that I see come up all the time. Imposter syndrome, not knowing where to go, and just having that scarcity mindset with money. Like it'll kill you every time and it'll kill your business too. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I like when you said, you know, that one thing that is also hindering people to grow is, you know, they don't ask help from other people. They are so afraid to invest in something and they're something that they're not sure if if it's going to come back to them. But the thing is, it's like, if you don't do it, then you won't really know. Like, for example, if you are still, if, if you are employed right now and you really want to start your entrepreneurial journey, but you just can't because you're so busy with your job. But if you start 
just resign from your work and then if you're like resign from your work and just start working from home it, it will force you to find a solution to what you've been wanting to do because you don't have any choice so if we put ourselves in that kind of position sometimes it helps us grow even more it forces us to do something that we, we really wanted to do because if you're like i want to start a business but i can't because i'm i have this job and that's kind of like your alibi all the time but if you remove that reasons you remove that alibi then and you don't have any reasons anymore you know to tell people why you're not starting out your business then you're gonna be forced you know to do something greater so yeah, I, I, I really like that and so when you were starting out your business business what was your biggest struggle and how were you able to overcome that struggle for me, it was actually, it's kind of funny. For me, it was networking. Like I knew that I, and now the reason it's funny is because I absolutely love networking. It's like my favorite thing in the world. But at the time I knew that in order to, to really build a client base, I had to get really good at networking and, and just building relationships. And I'm, I'm, I'm really an introvert. And so I remember that I was so freaked out all the time. And um, I would go to these events, these like in-person events that happened. And I would, again, like literally hiding in a bathroom. I'd be like, oh, I have to like do this really important thing on my phone. And it was just like, I just didn't want to deal with it, you know? And I was so scared. And, or the same thing with a potential client call, right? Somebody that was like, oh, I'm interested in your services, but let's get on the phone. And I was just like, oh my God, I hate it. And so I would get on these phone calls and I would hate it. And it's just, and so having to get over all that for me and having to sort of develop these ways of not being afraid of the phone, of not being afraid of networking, um, because obviously building relationships is sort of, a, it is the thing you have to do if you're going to get clients and build a business. Right. And so that was a struggle for me. And now it's the easiest thing in the world and I love it. And um, it's no big deal, but that was definitely a hurdle for me for sure. Yeah. I think a lot of people, uh, they don't really know how important building a relationship is to their business, because if you don't know how to build relationship, then you won't be able to to get your customers trust and loyalty. And building relationship, it's kind of tricky because you have to be really real to other person and you have to be uh, authentic, especially when you're like, you can build connections like even on Instagram. And I think that's how we met, right? Because yeah. I, I want to build connections with um, like-minded people and I want to know what they're doing so I can learn from them and, you know, kind of just help each other out. So I just want to say to those people who are not yet building connections, start doing it because you don't know how it's going to help your business uh, when you start doing that. So I'm going to wrap this up. Um, with my final question, what would you say to entrepreneurs or business owners who'd like to have freedom in their, in their business and more flexibility? The best piece of advice I can give is to make a plan. You know, what, whether that means you get a business coach, whether that means you sit down and write down, okay, here are my goals for the next three to six months, whatever that looks like for you, you have to have a plan. You, you absolutely, <laughs> absolutely cannot just wing it or just sort of get up every day and do whatever you feel like that day and hope to see growth. It's not going to happen. You need to have a plan. So that is my number one piece of advice. Yeah, even if you set just micro goals, not mm -hmm. big goals, you know, start from 5K per month, right? Not 10K. Take that first step. And then once you're done with that first step, take the second step. Yeah, That's really 100%. cool. I love it. So where can people find you online? Yeah. So my website is just AngelaMasterGiacomo.com. Um, I have a podcast called The Story Behind the Journey. I feel like this is actually how we met and I need to have you on my podcast. Aww. So that's a separate <laughs> thing. And, um, and yeah, and Instagram is just Angela underscore Mastro. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Angela. I love it. So much wisdom, so much value. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.
Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you learned a lot from this episode, please share this with your friends and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram if you have any questions. And if you need to hire a virtual assistant to help you get your life back, please visit smartvirtualassistants.com. See you next week for another episode. Thanks!